You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, we are excited you're listening. I want to give you a happy hallelujah hello today as we uh, do podcast episode 005. Yes, yeah, we're at number five. That's right, 005. Uh, thank you for listening. You found us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever. Uh, go ahead, give it that uh, five-star rating, whatever, thumbs up, like it. I don't even know what you're supposed to do on all those platforms. Who cares? But anyways, we're glad you're listening, <laughs> and uh, we are here. So uh, how's it going, guys? We've got Andrew and Terry here with me. This is Tanner, by the way. Andrew, can you notice that Tanner is already in such a better mood than normal day because Arkansas won on the last uh, four seconds left, shot two free throws to beat Big Blue Nation, and so Tanner's just you know in so much, such better mood than normal. Yeah, it's it's actually I've, I have a love hate relationship with it because Tanner's a lot more positive, more upbeat, more just you know optimistic. Anything when he's when Arkansas's won, but then we have yeah. to deal with his. Garbage yes. that Arkansas has won. <laughs> what you can't see is I'm drinking from my uh, coffee mug here. I'm not drinking coffee. I'm drinking the tears of Big Blue Nation. That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> in, in your tacos cup. That's right. In my Madison nanny given tacos cup. Thank there you, Madison. You uh, anyway, so uh, let's let's recap just real quick. Uh, I know today is Wednesday. We're recording on Wednesday. And um, the Super Bowl was this weekend. I want to go over the picks that you Tom guys Brady. submitted last, year, last week. <laughs> Man, wow. Um, let's see. Uh, Terry picked the Chiefs to win. Andrew picked the Chiefs to win. I picked the Bucks to win. Nice what up? call. Nice call. What up? Yeah. And now, of course, no one expected a blowout, a beatdown like no. it was. But uh, that's what you get when you get Tom Brady and a good defense, you know. The GOAT, man. That's right. My Tanner. my other personal favorite was it showed the Chiefs airplane or whatever landing in Tampa, and it said the only touchdown that the Chiefs had. <laughs> That's right. That's valid. That's valid. The only touchdown that they had. I loved it because of the fact, you know, one, I'm a Brady fan, but two is that um, all of my nemesis of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers people, were actually admitting that, you know, after a Sunday, I mean, he, Brady went through – um, New Orleans, and he beat um, Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay, Rodgers, and then Mahomes. I mean, he just did the trifecta. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny to see. I don't know if y'all got, you guys are following on Twitter or anything, but obviously I'm a, I'm a big Twitter guy, and I follow just sports on Twitter mainly. But uh, all of the Chiefs, like like Patrick Mahomes' mom and his girlfriend or whatever she is, fiance, baby mama, whatever, um, <laughs> all of the women in the Chiefs' world were like, whining so much on Twitter. Oh, really? About, Interesting. About the refs and about the game. Oh, no and, way. Yeah, it's just funny. It's just, but whatever. It's good. I, and we, I saw another one that was too, I forgot her name, but the female ref or whatever for uh, the Super Bowl. She's from Mississippi. Yeah, she is from Mississippi. That's awesome. Um, but they said that she was a perfect one because there's no better person to point out what a man does wrong than a woman. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> it was like, that, that was yeah. pretty true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, kudos to her for being the first uh, female. Yeah, that was cool. 
official. Of course, I mean we don't have genders anymore, so take that away from us. So. <laughs> uh oh, we're getting we're getting off on a good so, start. Moving along, we can't celebrate that. So <laughs> sorry. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, talking about sermon. God grows your faith, part two, Terry. So uh, let's get into it a little bit. Um, what was it about? Like, what did you? What was the difference between this week and last week's sermon? Since they were both, you know, the same title, same scripture, and everything. Well, they were actually just the same. No, uh, we we just carried it a little bit deeper. The main points were all um, <clears throat> very similar, or actually very the same. But uh, we talked about, you know, the fact that I think what was more. Uh, interesting for me, part of it was as we did, um, you know, we unpacked the word that we do every week here and, and uh, took apart verses one through three, talking about the definition of faith. And so we outlined, you know, what that was. And we, you know, gave a quote and helping folks understand about the assurance of our faith. And we, you know, unpacked what that really looks like. And in the Greek, it's talking about an ongoing, uh, we call it an active participle, but it's it's being constantly being sure uh, that God's going to carry this thing through in our lives and and that's you know just a great reminder every day to to that our faith is a everyday being sure constant assurance that God wants us to live in in him in him alone and so we talked about you know faith is confidence in that results in actions carried out in a variety of situations by ordinary people in response to the unseen God and his promises and that comes from Dr. George Guthrie in his New Testament commentary. So a great summary of what we talked about is, um, and, and I love this week because after we got through, you know, the heavy lifting of the passage, then we really just spent most of the time applying it. And this, what, that was the difference this week is we, we told real life stories of how faith is changing people in our church. You know, I, that was great. That's a very good synopsis of the uh, summary, summarize of the sermon. Two words I did not think I'd hear today. Active participle. Very active good. participle. Yeah. Way to get that in wow. there. Way to get that in there. I'm no going to start giving then. you some hot words to, to see if we can get you to say them in your, in your summaries. Uh, you told a story about uh, one of your sons confronting you about uh, behavior. T- tell, give us that real quick, and then talk about this quote from uh, our dear brother Jim Putman. Uh, we don't call you out. We are calling you up. Yeah, explain that to me a little bit. I think that was um, you know one of the you know new phrases that I'd love to see us use more around here. And and even though I did, we'll put it on a T-shirt. I, I, that's good, a good <laughs> idea. So there, we'll put Andrew's new store. That and tur- uh, turn or burn. We'll turn or burn. That, that was another part of the story. <laughs> we'll so put that on a T-shirt. That was classic. That was some classic. Good fiery so. fonts for that. Come, come to Connect Church if you don't turn or burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So hey, at least our folks are sharing the gospel. That's man. Right. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that was, that was, absolutely. All right, sorry. Go back to we don't call you out. We're calling you up. Sorry. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, and, you know, we just shared the story of, you know, back, um, you know, going through a difficult season in ministry and, and um, you know, and I was just grouchy and come home and, and uh, one of our sons just came up to us and came up to me one night and I was, you know, talking about how that we numb ourselves in our uh, spiritual walk, really need to go back and listen to that part of the message. It, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Let me just sort of veer off here for just a little bit to answer your question and talk about it. But um, everybody needs to go back and check it out. If you didn't, for this reason, it, it was a weird thing happened to me Sunday afternoon and I had to have blend even before the Super Bowl start and just pray over me is I got to really feeling like spiritual warfare was going on. I've never beat myself up self up after a message like I did Sunday and I know it it was pretty hard hitting and you know I was I got down and you know we really applied 
the fact of how that we numb ourselves with a variety of things in our lives and rather than go to God. And, and so if you haven't heard that part of the message, I mean, and, and I really got thinking, man, nobody's going to like me. And, and it was just weird how Satan really just tried to, to take that away. So I just think there's some powerful stuff there of, you know, again, difficult things to hear, but I think it's going to be a game changer. And I think what Satan was really ticked off about was the fact that when we started talking about, we're not calling people, you know, out and, and that's the whole point of the message as hard as that message was need to listen to it if you haven't, but we're calling people up. And I think Satan really got ticked off because, you know, that's what Putman writes about in his book is the fact that, and just what my own son did to me in that day is that, you know, he said, dad, things are not going well for you. And I said, you're right. I've, I'm taking it out on everybody else. And what uh, my son did in calling me out was remind me that I need to get alone with God and call me up. You can check out that sermon on Apple Podcasts, on the Sermon Playback Podcast, God Grows Our Faith Part 2, February 7th, 2021. If you got a good hour to spend, uh, <laughs> that's how long it is. Uh, uh, but no, yeah, definitely go back and check that out. Or you can check that sermon out on our website on the media page at www.triconnect.com. Dot church. Andrew, you got anything to add? Yeah, um, I thought it was, well, personally, I thought I felt called out a little bit <laughs> and called up. Are you um, the son that he was talking about? Which I was not. Okay. I was not. Um, I was I was actually at college. I believe it was about Adam, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, when... Not mentioning any names. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, it was a good thing, so <laughs> if it was a bad thing, I'd set his name too. That's though. true. That's um, He's but, my favorite. You can talk about him. <laughs> Oh, Adam, Adam, Adam. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, you know, I thought it was really the part that spoke to me a lot was the numbing, um, you know, and stuff. And then he went through uh, the Hall of Faith chapter of Hebrews 11, as we call it, you know, like all those guys with Cain and Abel and Enoch and Noah and all these guys like they they gave examples of how they either did. And they did numb themselves. They went home that if they were in, you know, 2021, they would have watched TV. They would have barely talked to their wives. They would have not really interacted with their kids. They would have got on social media. They would have numbed themselves with whatever it was. And, And, you know, Terry, I think you even gave the example that you did it through basketball, watching basketball and stuff. And not that there's anything wrong with doing these things. I mean, absolutely watch the Lakers play, you know, watch Arkansas kick Kentucky's buck. But not buck, <laughs> watch them do all these things, but not at the expense of your family, not at the expense of your, your ultimately your relationship with God and not at the expense of when you're dealing with some stuff because, you know, your faith is going to be tested through these circumstances. Your faith is constantly being attacked. You can't numb yourself to what's going on. You have to, you know, deal with some of these things or it's going to flow over into jealousy. It's going to flow over into bitterness. It's going to flow over into every aspect of your life. Um, and man, that just hit me hard. I know I've been guilty of that so often of just numbing myself and that can't be the case. Well, now I kind of feel bad because last night at the AFA date night Valentine's thing that they had down at the bank corp, uh, center thing. Um, me and Ashley were watching the Arkansas and Kentucky game on my phone. So <laughs> Um, it was just poor planning on our part. We should have just watched the game at home. You know, like <laughs> widescreen. Yeah, widescreen. But anyways, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, so the sermon was, again, based out of Hebrews eleven six. We weren't going to read that for you again. Uh, the point, first topic, you, do you want to read it, Andrew? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, well, I mean. I've got it hid in my heart that I might right. not sin against God. That's right. <laughs> well, and by that, you know, one of the sub points this week was by faith we trust him to keep his word. You know, that's, uh, that's by faith we trust him to keep his word. That's a pretty, I don't want to say vague. Uh, it sounds easy, right? But then when you think about it, it's like, okay, I'm going to actually trust that 
the word of the Lord that we read in our hear journals that we study is actually going to come true in today's age, right? Yeah. Well, we talked about, you know, the three guys in that point of the message. Um, <clears throat> we talked about the three, you know, guys in Hebrews setting up the context of Hebrews 11, 6. And we told a story in verse 4 of uh, Abel and making a sacrifice. Fascinating story. And things did not turn out right. I think it was really helpful, Tanner, that people hear what sort of Andrew was just saying. Abel did everything right, and he got killed for it. Yeah. E- Enoch preached to the most wicked generation. Um, I don't have time to go into it, but it, it was a fantastic study sometimes to do. When I was at the Creation Museum um, a couple of years ago, it just struck me when they were walking us through those early days of Genesis. Those people were advanced civilization for their day. You know, mm-hmm. we always think that they were like cavemen. They, these people had, uh, I mean, they had wealth. They had, I mean, great palaces and stuff. Enoch's out there just preaching and nobody's responding. And then the Lord just said, you know what, I'm tired of and sick and tired of people rejecting you. I'm just going to take you home. And, and that was a whole different take on that. And then Noah, you know, we think about Noah's the hero. How did we learn it in Sunday school? Noah was the hero. And that's just sort of a little bit bogus, to be honest with you, is Noah watched people screaming to get into the boat. Everybody hated mm-hmm. him while he was building the boat. Then they hated him because he wouldn't let him back in the boat. And Noah just had to just do what God said. I mean, that would have been sucky. I mean, just to be honest with Imagine you. Imagine our pretentious selves being like, hey, hey, told you. Right, you know? right. And so, <laughs> You know, it's a, <laughs> me and Tanner, hundred percent would have been. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have thought of that, but you guys definitely would have. So, yes, so instead yeah. of Turner Burn, would yeah. it have been right? Right. You know, so, yes. What rhymes with drown? <laughs> Frown or drown? Frown or drown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys are so sad. So uh, this is what I'm working with, church. But anyway, uh, but yeah, and I think that one of the great things was is what did those guys hold on to? Is they were obedient to the word of God, and I love we we had folks sharing on social media this week. Uh, family lady just shared that she said, and, and I love how she said it because she says like Brother Terry just basically beats us down every Sunday that we've got to do our Bible reading and our hear journal, and she says, but I finally tried it, and God has so liberated my life because it's truth of Him, mm-hmm. and so that's why we do hear journals. It's not legalism. It's not because we're trying to check off. You know, we did read my daily bread. Like we used to know you need a personal relationship of confidence in God. And that's what faith is. And that, yeah, exactly. I, I remember thinking about that point while you were preaching uh, Sunday was that these guys didn't have um, a book to tote around in right. their knapsack. You know, they Absolutely. didn't have any, anything that they could keep with them. Good point. They had, they actually had to have that relationship mm-hmm. to obey and understand and, and follow God's word. So, Just his word. Yeah. Dude, Moses had two giant stone tablets that he had to have four guys carry. It was so heavy, you know, for the tinker. <laughs> And then he broke like, And then he broke Yeah, and then he broke Yeah, well, that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so do you, any, any other last thoughts or, or, or words of wisdom, advice, recollection you want to bring about this sermon? I just, I, I want to say I've, I've really enjoyed this uh, series, this study. It's helped, helped me reform the way that I'm ministering, that we think about church, that it's not just like, hey, come and get your feel good or like come and get your... Um, you know, a little bit on Sunday because it's what you're supposed to do. Now, we are family, y'all. We are growing together uh, thick and thin. We're going through good, bad, ugly, all of it together. And um, sometimes we're going to get called out, but it's honestly more called up. We're not just trying to expose you. We're not trying to do anything like that, that we are trying to love on you. And that's what you do as a family. You, you, you spur each other on to make each other better. And 
you know, that's, that's kind of biblical. So <laughs> this, this is us. And, and I would add to what Andrew just said is that I love how that, and you got to go back and hear the end of the message. It is too long. I get, I totally agree with it, but, uh, but the end of the message. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did he admit yeah, that it was too long? I'm he just admitted it. y'all let the record show <laughs> oh in gosh. all of podcast land. <laughs> Terry Pierce admitted he talks way too much. Valid. Yeah, I'm owning that. But the end of the message is a real, you know, real kicker. Just hearing the stories of, you know, and we had, I've got texted this week from other pod, uh, other small groups, connect groups in our church family that even though the Super Bowl was this weekend, they still went and discussed it and had some of their best discussions they've ever had. I think when Andrew, Andrew's point is we've all known about church, but we've really never looked at it from an Acts, you know, chapter two status and understanding this is us, this is how God designed it. And so then when you add in those testimonies of people just getting real with God, and you've got to hear those stories of how they were just confessing sin and saying, man, this is what I got to be a burden about. And uh, just tremendous stories. I love it when people get real with the word of God and it changes their lives. And that's what it's about, calling people up and this is us. That's awesome. Again, you can check that out on the Apple Podcasts app. This is us. Uh, God Grows Our Faith Part 2 on that app podcast or on our website. That particular podcast is not on all of the platforms. It's just the Apple uh, Podcast app and then our website. All right, cool. Well, that is the that, we, that, ra- that officially wraps up the entire This Is Us sermon series. You're going to hear about what's coming up next here a little bit later on. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with more of the Connect Church podcast. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we're back on the Connect Church podcast, episode 005. All right, guys, let's, uh, since like I said earlier before that we're wrapping up the This Is Us series, let's go into uh, what's going on at church. We'll title this segment Church Happenings. There it goes. Hang on. There it is. Nightly news. What's happening? Uh, I'll start. Uh, we got the couples retreat coming up. Uh, that's next weekend. If you need to sign up, and uh, register for that. Do that ASAP. I mean, like, do it yesterday so we can get a good count of that. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And I got to say, last night at the AFA uh, Valentine's thingy, they tried to they, they played the newlywed game music, and they tried to do this, you know, kind of like uh, the newlywed game, but it really wasn't. And it was just a total 
fail, in my opinion. <laughs> so, how do you feel about Tanner? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you you could get asked the 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 couple that was hosting it. They were like, oh, okay, this ain't working. But anyway, so ours is going to be much much better. I'm just going to throw that out there. So you want to sign up? Hopefully, you'll get your name in the hat and get drawn out to uh, play. Uh, the newlywed game, so that's coming up. I've got a question. Was this when your phone went dead and you were actually having to pay attention? No. The- <laughs> <laughs> no that, this was to kick off the evening, and that's when I was questioning myself. Should I have just stayed home and watched this basketball okay. game? Yeah. No. Um, but anyways, um, it was fun. It was funny. They had a good time with it. But it was uh, even Miss Kathy was like, "Please don't ask these kind of questions whenever you do it." You know, uh, it was good stuff. Uh, but anyway, so that's coming up this week. So get signed up for the uh, couples retreat. What else is going on? What's what's our next sermon series going to be about? Yeah, we're uh, of course we're in starting this Sunday uh, forever family, and then um, we'll be preaching a message, kicking off, uh, working on it. Even now is uh, we'll be talking about marriage. We're going to even talk a little bit about single life and dating. We're going to package it all together, and so make sure we get out on time. And then uh, Dr. Moody will be here the weekend you're talking about on the twenty first, nineteenth to the twenty first. We'll be here with the marriage conference and uh, he's written books on marriage and family, so it's going to be exciting. And then Andrew's going to finish this up in the end of February with uh, talking to parents and talking to grandparents about children, parenting, and all those kind of good things. You should have had me preach the day of uh, when you talk about single life and dating because I have no experience about that. We would have got out here so quickly. It would have been that would have been a quick it would have and gone easy over one. real fast. So. <laughs> and I would have loved hearing you because one of my favorite all-time stories is Tanner and Ashley. And Ashley said, you know, tell everybody about when you used to do this. And Tanner goes, you weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I didn't have uh, any dates. You know, they, you want, don't ask me about dating because I tried and I never had any dates. So I, <laughs> the, the answer was always, oh, we're such good friends. You know, so anyways. Oh, man. So, so why did Ashley go out with you? That's I don't mission. know. It was just uh, by, you know. Pity. Pity. Yeah, pity, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she felt bad. You know, she's a nice, she's such a wonderful heart, you know. She, yeah, that's what it was. You could have yeah. put Tanner on one of those ASPCA commercials in the arms mm-hmm. of the angel. <laughs> My little sad puppy dog. Ashley was. You can sponsor this poor single man for (laughs) a day. Ashley was having her one bad day, and she picked Tanner. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) What up, y'all? All right, Andrew. What else is going on? What's going on in Teen Land over there? Oh, goodness. Well, um, we got a girls' day on, the, I believe it's the last Saturday of the month, six, or 26th, I think, or 27th, whatever that day is. I but hope you're not hosting that. I am not. Okay, I am not. Ashlyn's, a, <laughs> Ashlyn's taking call. the reins on that. But they actually have a ministry called Daughters of the King. It's where uh, girls, 7th through 12th grade girls, they just meet with uh, some ladies in our church. They just wanted to pour into them. And um, they're going to be talking about girl stuff and everything. They do a Bible study. They cook. They do some really amazing food together. Um, but then Ashlyn and some of the other ladies are going to go do, get their nails done, go to the mall, do some stuff together and whatnot. Um, so any 7th through 12th grade girls uh, available for that, you can just uh, hit us up for more details. We also have a family fun night coming up. I believe it's the Wednesday of spring break. Oh, yes. Um, so, you know, that'll be here at the church. We'll just have some activities, some stuff like that. For I need to play Family Feud that night. Oh, that's man. Okay, but if we do, I don't want to be doing child care that no, night. Sorry, that's your, <laughs> that's your job because I didn't uh, sign up for this. <laughs> So going back to your girls' night thing, have you ever had? They're going. You said they're going to get their nails done and stuff. Have you ever had a pedicure? Um, yes. <laughs> have you ever had a pedicure, Terry? No. I, I've had two pedicures. Okay, oh thank God. you. They are magical. <laughs> okay, but they listen, are great. Listen, just so all of our podcast listeners don't judge me and Tanner right off the bat, I only did it once. I've done it twice. I only did it once, and it was for to 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 impress a girl. Um. <laughs> 
Jackson High School. But when a when a guy gets a pedicure, they don't paint your nails or yeah. do any of that stuff. They literally you just sit in like these massager chairs and they just like rub your feet and everything. And like I was running, I had these like nasty calluses on the bottom of my feet, and they're like scrubbing this. Stuff. Dude, it was amazing. I, I really and I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for it. So I mean, you know, I really just am ch- uh, channeling my inner Ron Swanson now. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and what I, I really hate need everything. is is I hate everything and I need two men to join me on the staff. <laughs> Actually, one time, it was while we lived in Georgia, Ashley got me a pedicure for Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't know if that was a present or a, like a signal. Suggestion. Or suggestion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, And just for all of our listeners' sake, I just want you to know that Blaine got me a gun and bullets for my... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's used for himself yeah. <laughs> after working with me and saying... <laughs> Anyways, that's lots of fun. Okay, something else happening coming up. March 7th is our... Um, Night of music, music night is what I called it. You should see the graphics coming out on social media and on the screens and everything. Uh, this week, music night is going to be a night of just music for everything, for everybody. There's going to be some uh, Southern gospel, Andrew. There's going to be some contemporary music. Yay. There's going to be some old songs that we don't really sing a whole lot anymore because they've kind of you know phased out a little bit that are great songs. We're going to bring back some of the old songs. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great night. Uh, except for the beginning of it, which I won't t- tell you why, but um, you'll have to just be here to see that part, <laughs> Terry. Um, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, March, mark that on your calendar. I know a lot of y'all going to be on spring break. Um, half of my media team is going to be out on spring break. So um, uh, it's March 7th at 6 p.m., a music night. Anything else going on y'all want to mention, guys? Good, man. You're good? We're good. <laughs> crickets crickets all right cool well it is time for my favorite segment of the podcast and that is the best and the worst of the weekend it was the best of times it was the worst of times wait wait wait, wait, wait. which was it this is the worst All right, best and the worst of the weekend. I Terry. think my I think my worst was just watching Terry dance to simply the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my worst. He's over here grooving it with his headphones and his lazy boy chair, laying it down. That's right, mm-hmm. Terry. What was your best of the weekend? The best of the weekend was watching the Super Bowl. So I just did a quiet evening and I went and got a, um, and uh, I'm going to butcher this. So I'm just going to go ahead and get Las Cerritas. What is it called? Salsa Cerritas. <laughs> and I went and got a steak burrito with the hey, uh, queso yes. dip mm. and chips. Those chips mm. are amazing. Gosh, and watched the hungry. Super Bowl and uh, just quietly enjoyed Brady smashing everything. And it was, uh, it was, a, it was, it was, it was a good game. I, I mean, from my end of it, it, yeah. was, it was neat. All right, Andrew, best of the weekend. Yeah, um, I re- we watched the Super Bowl with our Connect group. Uh, we took a week off from doing questions and stuff, but we just had a good time of fellowship. Um, but my best was probably not that because, to be honest, I could care less about the Bucks or the Chiefs. Um, and you're getting your everything. nails done. I was not getting my nails done. Uh, <laughs> I yes. actually, uh, I've gotten into the routine of running again. So I have set a goal to run 800 miles by the end of the year. Um, not like going on walks with Ashlyn, just like set running. I'm going to run 800 miles by the end of the year. And I finally got back in the habit because the weather has been amazing for running. Um, so that was, that was probably one of my best. I ran about, uh, 16 miles over the weekend. So that was, that was awesome. So how many do you have left to go? Fast math, go. Um, I want to say probably about 700 and... (laughs) 750. <laughs> I didn't do so hot in January. I'm trying to think, what is 800 miles away from here? Like, 
where could you run in 800 miles? I would run to my in-laws on was the coast like, of North like, Carolina. I don't know. I'm just spitballing Denver. Like, I don't know. What's 800 uh, miles Probably not from here? Denver. It's, seriously, it's about 800 miles to the, my in-laws on the coast of North Carolina. Okay. Well, one, one way. 806 one way. miles to Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas? You're so uh, full uh, of it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. While you answer that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. Tear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's your bet. Your best is you're going to start running. Eight, you're going to run 800 well, the, well, miles. Well, I mean, it was enjoyable because the weather's been nice. Yeah. Like it's 50s and 60s. It's I supposed love. to be really nice this weekend. I hear. Yeah, well, that's my worst. So yeah. I can, oh. if I can go ahead and share that. Yeah, my worst is uh, I am not even a little bit excited about. It. Apparently, it's supposed to get like into the teens. Um, you know, they're saying like there's an ice storm coming. Not necessarily for here, but <laughs> it's just going to be gross and cold. And I canceled my gym membership to try and save money and just run outside. And I ain't running when it's like that Mm-mm. get your treadmill it. well you know that's T- not a bad idea <laughs> tanner wouldn't run 356 miles from here to little rock to tacos for life so no. <laughs> we're gonna put a taco on a fishing line and put it on the treadmill <laughs> like the the what is state farm commercial i caught you a dollar oh you gotta be quicker than that <laughs> okay yes that's right. an old one so my best of the weekend uh since y'all talked about the super bowl mine also came from the super bowl and um, if you were paying attention there in the fourth quarter, uh, there was a man who jumped on the field. Yes, yes. I did see that. Did so see that, that is hilarious. I don't care who you are. That is funny. Yes. And I hate that they, you know, go to jail and yeah. all that stuff. But, man, that is I know why they can't do it. But Dude, it did hilarious. you see how they tackled him, like the security guards? I got, some, they... I got something better for you, okay? did you, I don't know if you got – I'm a radio guy, okay? I like to listen to the radio. And I heard the radio call. You know, on the TV, they go away from it. Like, they don't talk about it. They don't want to give him any credit because that deters people from doing it ever again. Well, hang on. I've got an important question. Was he wearing a mask? <laughs> he was not wearing a mask. No. He was pulling down his pants, so I, I don't oh, think okay. he was so wearing a mask. I got the radio call for us because the radio call it was brilliant. Kevin yeah, Harlan. Yes. Kevin nice. Harlan is one of the best radio voices, and he does all the big events. Here's his radio call of the streaker uh, that night of the Super Bowl. Second down, 20, 503 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with the brawl. <laughs> and now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <laughs> Is that not and good the players stuff? With hands on hips at the other end of the field, oh, are looking good. at him and shaking their head and saying, "Why, oh why, is this taking place in a Super Bowl?" <laughs> Oh man, you pair that with a video. That was, it is good. It no, is that's, gold. That's a great call. But you know what came to mind? I just pictured after this, you know, part of this uh, past uh, episode here today is that I pictured Tanner and Andrew running into to get their nails done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my pants are up. I don't have a bra. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Now that now that would make a good T-shirt. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <laughs> yes, that would yes. make a great T-shirt. That is a Ron Swanson statement right I'm there. Gonna get, and then we're gonna put connect shirt at the bottom of it. I'm going to get Scott Lewis on that uh, ASAP. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Amen. Although, if you're you're the Chiefs defensive coordinator, dude, I'm signing whoever those security guards were. Not the first two that he broke the tackles of, but those, like, four that captured him in the end zone. I'm signing them because they did way better than the Chiefs defense. Well, well, to their point, Andrew, that's the only – that's more touchdowns than the Chiefs scored in the game. Well, (laughs) the dude in the bra. He slid at the one. Like, why don't you just run 
in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, did he cross the plane? No, that is the question. Well, again, that's still closer than the Chiefs got. That's got the closer than the Chiefs got. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Let's go around the table for our worst. Terry, what was your worst of the oh, weekend? Oh, mine. Uh, we just, do you have any uh, really sad music that we could play here? Sure. So let me find it? some sad okay. music. Sad music? Oh, I don't know if I have any sad well, music. And before, before we give this, I've got a. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> How about creepy music? No, this is not no? creepy. No, okay, this is sorry. just this is like heartbreaking. Uh, Jody Brown just sent this to me across the AP wire. This is just no, no, no. Was, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, just leave it alone. All right. All right so th- this is uh, historic Krispy Kreme in Atlanta it was established in 1965, and you know it's close to my heart. Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. you know, won my Laker Love tri- trifecta yeah. championships. Shaq and a fool. There yeah. you go. But Shaq and Kobe, three um, world championships in a row. <sighs> It just it almost brings me to tears, but the mid. Oh my goodness! And I've been to this one uh, where I've been to almost all the Krispy Kreme. Right, but uh, <laughs> this one opened up in 1965. This one's special to my heart because it's the year I was born. Because I was an 80s kid, and so the the, <laughs> the, the Midtown Krispy Kreme that opened in 1965 burned to the ground. Um, this it burned what? to the ground. Yes, and caught on fire, and um, so it was just. That uh, is sad. It is sad, and Shaquille O'Neal owned it. Ah, that's not sad either. Sorry, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. This, but it was. It's it's just a very difficult day for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. You can't get donuts at the Midtown. Where mm-hmm. Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. 1965. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Man. For all the times you know you're in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live there. Look, I'm I'm still not convinced he doesn't drive to Atlanta to get Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I was gonna give you guys an update well, that there's, there's I found out. There's 13 of them that are closer. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been to 12. You would know. You would know. <laughs> I found an up an, uh, an update just for the 800 miles thing. It would be like running to Panama City Beach and back. Panama City Beach is 396 miles from Connect Church, so it'd be like running all the way to Panama City Beach and back. Well, we wanted you to run 800 miles and stay. One way, right. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. Well, that I didn't didn't calculate that. Come on. Come on. I was just Um, thinking Panama City Beach ain't 800 miles from here. Yeah, Um, I don't don't necessarily have a low for the week. Um, It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I don't, I mean, I I love summer. I love, to be honest, I could live not with the politics and the taxes and everything else, but I could live on the coast of California, like in Northern California all year. I love 50s and 60s. I wish it would stay like that all year. Um, I know everybody's complaining about summer and they want warm weather and beaches and everything else. And I'm like, you know what? Give me mid-60s, like 50 degrees at night all year round. I love it. I love it. So I've enjoyed this past week. I'm not looking forward to all the gloomy, nasty weather to come. So that's my low, I guess. All right, my worst of the weekend – is incredible. I saw this and I immediately wrote it down and said, "This is my worst of the weekend." <laughs> um, so there is this. Does it, wait, does it beat the swim trunks and the? Uh, it does. Pool story. Oh, it does. Man. It does. Okay. So this is from the New York Post. This article and it, this they they wrote about this along with everybody else just about. But a Louisiana woman who went viral after struggling to remove gorilla glue. From her hair, I heard about this. Claims that neither the hospital nor the company's advice helped remove the hardened adhesive. Now she's considering a lawsuit to get out of the sticky situation, according to TMZ. The lady hired an attorney and is weighing litigation against Gorilla Glue because while the product's label warns against using it on eyes, skin, or clothing, it does not mention hair. 
the outlet reports. So during her weekend trip to the ER, healthcare workers put acetone on the back of her head, and instead of getting to the root of the problem, it just burned her scalp and made her uh, only made the glue gooey before it hardened back up again. There's a GoFundMe page though you can support this lady, and as of yesterday afternoon, it's raised over fifteen thousand dollars. Oh my word, y'all! My jaw is just like wide open. Gorilla as you're glue the story. in her hair because she'd ran out of hairspray, and so she decided to use gorilla glue. She willingly put it she in there. She willingly put it in there, yes. Like, it wasn't like she had a toddler that was, like, playing nope, a prank on her or something. Nope. She oh, ran out, She ran word. out of her hair product and used Gorilla Glue to uh, keep her hair down. Well, now I'm just triggered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I want to try to think of what stupid thing can I do and go set up a GoFundMe page and get $15,000. Oh, you my know? goodness. My father-in-law says it best. If you're going to be stupid, you got to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good night. Anyways, that's my worst of the weekend. This, this idiot who put gorilla glue in her hair. <laughs> but the label don't say don't put it in your hair. It just says don't use it on your skin. It's made for wood, tiles, and metal, and it's not made for hair. See, like, oh. she's the person, I guess, that was is responsible why we have instructions on Pop-Tarts. <laughs> like, how do you have to have instructions on Pop-Tarts? Step one, remove wrapper. Oh. Step two, heat Pop-Tart. Step three, eat Pop-Tart. Uh, mm, I'm I think done. I think he could go on forever about this. I Karen. could. I just. Mm. By the way, I just did a Google, and Lubbock, Texas, is just a little over 800 miles from uh, Connect Church. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I noticed, really just pulled that out. That I noticed amazing. you weren't paying a lick of attention to <laughs> my worst of the worst. So, so I really did, you know, almost nail that. that Let, was let's cool. fact. Can we get a fact checker? Can fact check. Well, it's 911, but that's in the ballpark. Oh, well, you said almost no. 800. <laughs> you said it's a little over 800. Well, that was 800. just a random out of the air, though. That's not bad. Nah. No, Fat Check says, you are wrong, sir. Uh, <laughs> it is not 800 miles. 911. <laughs> Here, I, I understand nothing. <laughs> That's right. I don't understand it. I, don't I understand absolutely it. love all of your office quotes in here, right. by the way. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. <laughs> That's basically the synopsis of this podcast today. So, yeah. All right, anyways, all right, last call. Anything you guys got? Oh, wait, where, where to go in Tupelo? Let's give our shout-out to our local flavor here in Tupelo. Anybody got a local flavor they want to shout-out in the Tupelo? Well, I've already said mine. That I went to Los Doritos. Salsaritas. Yeah, Not Los Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Salsaritas. Yes, and got bean burrito steak. Uh, I wanted shrimp, but they were out of shrimp. So, yeah. But, the, but their, their queso and chips is amazing. Yeah. Um. I don't, mine's not a business recommendation at all, but one of the places that I've found to love to go running, it's not necessarily in Tupelo. Oh, we're talking about running again. Yes. I, I, I'm on this kick. So that's what my life is consumed by. Cause I was, I didn't need out anywhere or do anything cool this weekend as far as like local businesses are concerned, but they have a running track on the Tom Bigby waterway there in Fulton. Um, yeah, but right you got to drive get, all the way to Fulton to get there. Dude. Okay, you guys crack me up and also, all the way to Fulton. Also, wait, run, running tracks need to be in a circle. Like, I don't want to start. And it's then on the like, river. I know. But, so, like, can it can it bend back so it's a big circle? Like, it just goes and goes, and then you got to run all the way back. <laughs> yes, that's the point. <laughs> but you get to see geese. Oh. Huh? <laughs> that was good. Thank Thank you. You, you. you could have been worse. It could be like the office where they run the 5K and they say, well, where in the world are we? And they were like, I don't know, about 3.1 miles from that's the office? What I, that's what I feel like. <laughs> that, that's what it's, then you got to go all the way back. Or you just run a mile and a half and then, you know, at the halfway point, turn around. Get an Uber. Yeah, do it Stanley and Andy and all that. Or not Andy, Stanley and uh, um, 
who else was a part of that group? Kevin. They got the taxi Kevin, Kevin yeah, and Kevin. Oscar. Yeah, they all got an Uber. That's that's. What anyways, anyways. All right, my where to go in Tupelo. I don't really know. Like I was thinking about this earlier. I have many where. Uh, I went to Skybox the other day. That was really good in South. No, Tillo. you said that last week. I didn't say Skybox last week. You did week. say that last week. No, I did not. Oh, I thought he did. <laughs> no, he I did not say Skybox last week. You got to come prepared, Tanner. I am prepared. Go to Skybox. Get you some wings. Me and Jared Harris will go to the Skybox and get that sausage cheese platter. It's got jalapenos on it. Man, it's so mm. good as an I'm appetizer. Yes. I know. Yeah, it's so check out Skybox and Sotillo. Anyways, all right, that is the Connect Church podcast. Uh, I know we went a little long today. Sorry about that, but hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Y'all have a great rest of the week, and we will see you Sunday at church and back on the podcast next week. Peace. Peace.